Welcome to the story of writing, a look at writers and written work, how they made history, and how they changed us too. Today is June 19th, 2023. I'm your host, John Brown. It was on this day in the year 325 that Roman Emperor Constantine I convened the Council of Nicaea. The purpose of the gathering of Christian bishops was to formalize and homogenize a statement that would apply to everyone who claimed to believe in the religion built around the figure of Jesus. Before this meeting, the bishops were preaching different messages, unique to their regions within the Roman Empire. This first council of Nicaea adopted the Nicene Creed, largely the work of Constantine himself. It was an attempt to express exclusive and monotheistic belief. It quickly became a way for Christians to profess their belief and a vow taken in order to assume official roles within the church. And just as quickly, it was critiqued, debated, and found by some to be confusing. References to God, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit led critics to say the Nicene Creed was an embrace of polytheism. Another council was convened nearly 60 years later to edit the creed, and it has been edited by various churches and leaders ever since. And it was on this day in 1846 that the first officially recorded and organized baseball game was played according to the rules of Alexander Cartwright. Making the game safer but exponentially less interesting, Cartwright did not allow players to tag out runners by hitting them with the baseball. That first game on the Elysian Fields in Hoboken, New Jersey, pitted the New York Nine against the Knickerbockers. Having written 20 rules for the game, Cartwright was the umpire. The New York Nine absolutely walloped the Knickerbockers 23-1. to Cartwright fined one of the Knickerbockers six cents for cursing. And on June 19, 1865, more than two years after the Emancipation Proclamation legislatively ended slavery in the U.S., enslaved people in Galveston, Texas, were officially and finally told that they were free. This began what is now the nationwide celebration of Juneteenth, which is also being called America's second Independence Day. And 98 years later, to the day, President John F. Kennedy submitted his Civil Rights Act to Congress. This was the first legislation that outlined enforcement of civil rights protections, meaning that police and the courts could, quite literally, take action to stop discriminatory behavior that infringed on individual rights. And it was on this day that the U.S. Senate ended a months-long filibuster and approved what is now known as the Civil Rights Act of 1964. Today's reading is an excerpt of President Kennedy's speech describing his proposed Civil Rights Act and the need for it. Our Constitution is colorblind, wrote Justice Harlan before the turn of the century, and neither knows nor tolerates classes among citizens. But the practices of the country do not always conform to the principles of the Constitution. And this message is intended to examine how far we have come in achieving first-class citizenship for all citizens, regardless of color, how far we have yet to go, and what further tasks remain to be carried out by the executive and legislative branches of the federal government, as well as by state and local government and private citizens and organizations. One hundred years ago, the Emancipation Proclamation was signed by a president who believed in the equal worth and opportunity of every human being. That proclamation was only a first step. 
a step which its author unhappily did not live to follow up, a step which some of its critics dismissed as an action which frees the slave but ignores the Negro. Through these long 100 years, while slavery has vanished, progress for the Negro has been too often blocked and delayed. Equality before the law has not always meant equal treatment and opportunity, and the harmful, wasteful, and wrongful results of racial discrimination and segregation still appear in virtually every aspect of national life, in virtually every part of the nation. And that is the story of writing for June 19th. Thanks for listening. Tomorrow is Lillian Hellman's birthday, and in keeping with the interesting life she lived, the celebration will be questionable. What writing has changed you? Please let me know at storyofwriting.com. Thank you.